This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome back, Welcome back to, to Violating, Violating Community, Community Guidelines with Brittany. I'm in Florida. <laughs> and I'm in Burbank. And Sarah broke her nose. I That I did. Um, this is the second episode where I have gauze up my nose. So if you're on YouTube right now, it's the same thing as the previous week or next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's fine. I'm going to the hospital later, actually, for the first time. <laughs> Just, just had to get a quick recording in first. Yes. No, the, they told me to, um, the urgent care told me to go to the hospital because they didn't have the capability to like x-ray my face. And I was like, at the last time I went to the emergency room, I had a kidney infection. I was literally in the emergency room for four hours in a wheelchair and I was yelling, help me. And the nurse staff was like, listen, it's a couple more hours or you can leave. And I was like, oh, oh, oh I can't fucking. Uh, I, yeah. I guess you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But um, I feel like what do they need an x-ray for? Your nose is made of cartilage. It's also made of bone. The bottom part is made of cartilage. The top part, like the bridge, is made of bone. Did you break all the way up here? Um, I don't know. On the right side it sounds crunchy. Uh, so I don't uh, think I I don't think I like broke I don't know. I just like put it yeah, it's a whole thing. You ever had shark fin soup? Nor. That's what I imagine a broken human nose tastes like. All right. Anyway. Tastes like? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> Wait, what? Me, me closing my human cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> behind the computer. That's enough for today. It's like this Shrek fairy tale book where it, like, opens and closes with a book. <laughs> right. This podcast opens and closes with a cannibal cookbook. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about celebrities online. (laughs) Why did you make that? Um, Because I forgot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about traditional celebrities online um, and how cringy they are or how they do it right. And then we're going to be talking about Internet celebrities that come from the Internet, that come from the Earth. Yes. All right. So here's the deal, guys. Um, I'm not going to act like y'all are not familiar with what it is that Sarah and I do, what an internet influencer is and how they differ from traditional celebrities. But I do kind of want to approach it from a clinical standpoint. So I'm going to give you these rough definitions just so we're all on the same page. So bear with me. 
Companies spend billions each year to have high-profile celebrities endorse and promote their products, services, and brands. One of the most notable is McDonald's. McDonald's is a classic example of attaching celebrities for name value to attract consumers' attention. From Britney Spears to Ashley Olsen to Morgan Freeman, McDonald's has found celebrity endorsement a promising marketing tool and signed various celebrities for advertising campaigns. Did you know Morgan Freeman endorsed McDonald's? I did not, but they're like the ultimate thruple. Britney Spears, Ashley Olsen, and Morgan Freeman. I've always said that, too. (laughs) I can send you the draft of my fan fiction if you want. (laughs) The return on investment of celebrity endorsement is salient, which I looked up what that word means, and it means good. Is that that thing that washes out your eyes when you get dust in it? That's saline. Okay. (laughs) Which is just salt water and water. Oh, On average, businesses see an increase of 4% in stock price and sales after they announce signing a celebrity endorser. In addition, according to an influencer marketing study conducted by Thomason, which I also Googled, is a software um, designed for influencer outreach, firms are making $6.50 for every $1 spent on influencer marketing, rendering it um, one of the most cost-effective consumer... Firms are making, (laughs) we're doing one of the most cost-effective customer acquisition channels. And I just want to like $6.50 for for every dollar spent. Yeah. That's an insane return. I know. Sometimes like you'll hear numbers that companies are offering you to like, you know, to like make an ad and then you realize they make like five times that back on you. And I'm not expecting companies to break even, but it's also like, you're shorting content creators. Yeah. And that budget is already huge it's true. for big, big internet people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, while some are a perfect... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism just freaks you out this much. <laughs> Capitalism is just... I can't read. <laughs> However, not all celebrities are equally influential. While some are a perfect fit for certain brands, others might not perform well in attracting customers. Now, see, they're not going to make me advertise for the NBA uh-huh. because, <laughs> because they don't want to see me win. Um, thus, finding the right endorser has become a critical issue faced by marketers and managers. Yeah. So true. It is true, though. Like, um, I know this is because it's like legal stipulations, but like if no one under 25 can advertise alcohol as an influencer and you're like, what? But in my country or it's 21 here, it's like if you have an, an audience that's largely people under 21, they uh, being 25, make sure it's like people who can mostly drink. Yeah. Yes. I want to I want to air this out a little bit, too. I get sent a lot of. PR from alcohol brands like hard liquor, different beer companies. They'll send me that for free and expect me to post about it for free. And it's like, thanks for the free booze. But I, I can't legally be paid to endorse alcohol. Yeah. But I can do it for free. Uh-huh. That is a loophole that they found and it pisses me off. Yeah. Because a bunch of like people that have been on the internet for a long time that have had their audiences grow with them. And so the majority of their audiences are above 21. Yeah. They can endorse tequila, vodka, whiskey, and they get paid so much money because liquor brands have so much money. Yeah. But then I do it for free because the majority, my audience is college age. Yeah. And it's, it's so strange. And I feel like a billboard. 
That is you know? crazy that they would do that. I mean, it's not crazy. Companies are annoying. That they, yeah. at, when you were 24, they would send you alcohol knowing that you legally couldn't advertise any of the alcohol they sent you. And I would because I didn't know any better. I was like, thanks. Insert brand here. Yeah. I love you guys. Thanks for the free alcohol. <sighs> now I'm, I've been sober for a month just because alcohol makes me feel bad. Uh-huh. And I'm, I've been sent like, da-da-da, wants to send you something. Do you accept it? And I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. Because even though I'm 25 now, it's like still my audience isn't. Yeah. So it's, it's just, anyway, mm-hmm. annoying. But it's, it's a double whammy because if you really align with that brand's whole persona online uh-huh. um that sucks double because now they're utilizing my audience they're utilizing my personality and my platform that i've created for free endorsement i've stopped doing it i've stopped doing that with a lot of brands yeah a lot of um brands have reached out for pride and they're like can you post this on your Inst-? i'm like unless you're paying me no i mean if i exactly. if i like the product a lot then yeah i'll be like thank you but i'm not just just because you send me something with a rainbow on it doesn't i'm not obligated to post yeah yeah um do you want to take away <laughs> telling the people what a traditional celebrity is all right for those who live under a rock patrick star <laughs> Uh, traditionally, celebrity endorsers are movie stars, models, and athletes. Would you believe, with the increasing popularity of social media nowadays, quote-unquote ordinary people can also become famous and influential? This new type of celebrity is often called a social media influencer or micro-celebrity. So a traditional celebrity, um, they're like musicians, actors, chefs, and other public figures. They are known to enjoy fame and or public visibility for their achievements in areas other than the product class. Research has shown that celebrity endorsements can attract customer attention, elicit favorable favorable consumer attitudes, and increase purchase intentions. I have something up my nose right now, so I know that like I'm usually not a great reader, but it's also super hard when you sound congested um, compared to non-celebrity endorsement. Endorsement. Did you understand that? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, cool. I think um, we're in this strange transitionary period right now where we kind of see through it now you know like because the internet has allowed these companies to be very transparent and you can look up these statistics on your own and like look up these celebrities on their own and and even sometimes see how much these celebrities have been paid to endorse these things it's like we're kind of seeing through it now and i also feel like in the social media in sphere we, it, there was this gray period where it was like, oh, this person just like actually uses that. They're actually a fan of that. You know, you didn't have to do hashtag ad. You didn't have to do any of this. It was like the really early days. Yeah. Now the FTC is so strict and we're under so much scrutiny and we can get sued and all that. You have to make it very clear that you are promoting a product. This is um, a sponsored post. You have to do hashtag ad, hashtag partner, hashtag whatever. Um, and even the platforms have integrated that on Instagram at the top. It says this is a paid partnership with X brand. Yeah. That's wild. And celebrities didn't have to do that in the past. I remember growing up and like watching a celebrity endorse something or like watching a celebrity be the face of a cologne or a perfume. And I'm like, damn, they must just really love that perfume. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was like they're being paid millions of dollars and these shoots have been planned for months and, you know, this, that, and the other. And so growing up online, 
should have helped us realize that, especially now that like I do that as a job. Yeah. And it's crazy. I feel like we're we're all very aware of what we're being fed online. Yeah. I think like I definitely I, I yeah, like the beats pill thing that was in like every yes. single music video in like 2012 yeah. i was like all the cool kids have this and my mind wasn't yeah, like Nicki Minaj love beats. <laughs> yeah and then like the eos like the circle like lip balm i was like i need a beats pill and lip balm but yeah. I didn't realize, and I kind of wonder, like, why in movies, like, they can do paid partnerships, but, like, they don't have to disclose that it's an ad. Like, um, yeah. the, during the movie, they don't have to flash the fact that it's an ad, even though they, yeah. like, literally talked about the specs of, like, a Mercedes-Benz car for, like, 30 yeah. seconds, which is very weird to see. In in the new Batman movie, have you seen it with Robert Pattinson? Yeah. There's a part where they drive a car like through this church and like it lands and it's a very recognizable sound. It's the the car like crashes and then the door opens and it's the Lincoln sound. Yeah. Like the sound that my car makes. And I was like, this is a Lincoln deal. <laughs> and I, w- I wouldn't have known that five years ago. Yeah. You want to know what's crazy? I think I don't know if this is this might be misinformation, but I heard this like multiple times. So like in movies, if you want to tell if someone's like a villain, uh, iPhone won't like Apple won't let villains like use iPhones because it, it's like <gasps> they associate villains with like it'll be like bad association. So like Galaxy said, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so all the villains are using like androids usually. Is that true? Um, no, no, actually, I don't know. I think I heard it from people. Wait, wait, wait. Let me look this up. Apple. In the Batman movie, he the Riddler uses a galaxy. Well, he is iPhone uh, for bad guy in movie. I thought you were gonna say that they're gay. I was like, well, that's true too. Yeah. Clear coded villains. So CNBC says Apple won't let bad guys use iPhones in movies. Um, Knives Out director Ryan Johnson says, um, he yeah. So usually if you want to tell if someone's the bad guy in like the beginning of the movie, look for anyone using an Android. Our reality is so constructed. Wake up, people. <laughs> Our reality is being constructed by the media. Oh, my God. That is crazy. It's like how Disney won't let anyone die at their park. Die what? Like Disney won't let you die at the park. Well, I mean, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they'll rush you out if you've had a head trauma and let you die on the street. Yeah. I've been trying to die there for years. Uh, <laughs> hit me someone hit me <laughs> trying to get into a fight at disney world yeah. um so there uh, do you want to explain what a social media influencer is oh i would love to the concept of social media influencers has evolved with the increasing popularity of referencing social media content when making purchase decisions the burgeoning social media platforms enable ordinary people like you and me <laughs> to create an online persona through the narration of their daily lives via social media and leverage their authentic personal brands to cultivate attention and accumulate a significant base of followers. In every campaign brief that I'm sent, yeah, I hate it when it's always like, here's the brief, here's what we want you to do. We want you to say exactly this, mandatory, explicitly, you have to say this, you have to show this at this timestamp, use this audio. Yeah. But we want it to be authentically you. Yeah. We want it to be in your voice. And so have fun with it. Feel free to have fun with it. (laughs) It's like, that's not everything that you just said before that, like is counterintuitive to what you want me to do. If brands really want, and we've said this before, when we did our brand episode. Yeah. 
um, which if you haven't heard that, please go listen, because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to utilize social media influencers and online content creators, where this is literally our job to be plugged into the internet, and we went viral because we're good at it. If you want to utilize that as a advertising resource, please utilize it properly. Uh-huh. Like a monkey can read something off of a fucking Google doc, yeah. you know, like what, what's the benefit of having me endorse your product? And so I think that that's, you know, this is all going to talk about from a very clinical standpoint, they're active online. They have a big group of followers. They're a normal person. That's more relatable than fucking Jennifer Garner endorsing something Yeah, like that's what they're going to hit at, but it's like, it just drives me insane because what's the point of utilizing these people if you're just going to make them read a script? I totally understand that. I think the only time usually in briefs when I like them to tell me exactly what to say is if it's like medical or it's something to do with the internet. Like, uh, oh, you want to know what the best brand to... Okay. I do a lot of like VPN ones and they have like so many different like different uh, brief examples where they're like, this VPN could, if you watch a lot of porn, this could help you out. And I'm like, that's really fun that they're open to that sort of like angle, you know? Yeah. That is really fun. Yeah. Yeah, when a brand understands. Yeah, you know? and my followers watch porn. But yes. Mine don't. <laughs> Mine, are all, mine are all Christian furries. Yeah. <laughs> Christian furry See, nuns. I have been getting so many DMs people are upset with us because we talk about fursuits so much and how we want to get one and this, that they're like, just fucking do it. Do it. <laughs> they want to see it. They want to see us in fursuits. Uh, we just got an email today from two people who do like cosplay prof- professionally who want to like work with us. So we could probably do that as well. We're just going to keep cock teasing the audience <laughs> of us getting fursuits and then never getting fursuits. You mean edging? Cock teasing? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say the word cock. <laughs> Um, there are oh yeah yeah there are challenges um with social media versus traditional media like traditional celebrity endorsements uh oh wait no no, no. we're not there yet oh we're not oh i'm sorry then you keep reading you told me that i want to did i want to take it away mid-paragraph it reminds me of popcorn reading in like (laughs) elementary school i'm like all right sarah Try to find out where I left off. <laughs> yes. Good luck. You have five seconds. The teacher just flips through the book in front of you and is like, read. And you're like, oh, what page? <laughs> um, These social media. Also, this is so insane because like, what the fuck are you talking about? These social media influencers, also called micro celebrities. No one says that. Range from unknown teenagers, fitness trainers, attractive people, industry experts at all. Their high reach and authenticity render them with the same power as traditional celebrities and influencing consumers' purchasing behaviors. Like, that's all you could come up with. Fitness trainers, attractive people, unknown teenagers, and industry experts. Where are you reading that? (laughs) Unknown teenagers? Don't know what that means. Most academic investigations of the effectiveness of social media endorsers have been contextualized in the realm of source credibility. And this is what I was trying to get to earlier is like, I always thought Johnny Depp was the source credibility on cologne. So I was like, damn, I bet he smells so good. Yeah. Because I grew up seeing him in cologne commercials. He got paid to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. It's such manufactured source credibility in traditional celebrity culture. And with us, it's like. If we talk about 
shitting and beer and whatever I talk about, you know, it's like, then it makes sense that you'd be sponsored by Squatty Potty and Charmin and whatever. I would love to. I would love to, too. Yes. Anyway, it's actually kind um, of wait. This is just a sidebar. It's kind of yeah. sad to me that Charmin or like no uh, toilet paper brands have like leaned into the poop aspect. It's all you about, guys have got to embrace us. I know it's all about like being delicate and like you know wiping your behind. It's like just like something like just to cl- to clean yourself up. It'd be so <laughs> funny for like Charmin for those naked moments on the pot, and it's just like a shadow of you with your hand like your face in your hand <laughs> and a roll of Charmin. Charmin for your most vulnerable moment. (laughs) Charmin for your darkest nights. (laughs) And then it's just Bruce Bain like sitting on the fucking toilet with a roll of toilet paper. (laughs) That's so smart. That's so smart. I would, and you know what? If I'm in Walmart down the toilet paper aisle and I see one with Batman on it, I'm buying it. Exactly. And then it would be kind of funny. Like they could do an ad where they flash the bat signal in the air, but it's just a Charmin roll. So it's almost, yeah. you're like, someone bring me toilet paper. Like that's a classic situation. That's so funny. I know. There we go, Charmin. Do that. Charmin, please sponsor us. <laughs> I would just I'm also- allergic to Charmin. It makes your butt itch. You're, oh, no. You Are you using the scented ones? No. They make scented toilet I use like a lavender like toilet paper and I didn't realize and I got like a wicked UTI and I was like why does this keep happening to me it was the fucking toilet paper there's just like Charmin scented flakes all in your (laughs) urinary tract you at the hospital for the seventh time that month pussy's just like red and you know what (laughs) sorry all right moving on (laughs) It looks like the Rolling Stone lips. Uh- <laughs> oh, my God. Ew. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have never heard of scented toilet paper. It's so bad. I don't even know why it's an option. And, like, that's going to leave it smelling nice. Yeah. It's so not effective in the slightest. Nar. Okay. I, we always talk about poop. It's our brand. <laughs> Every okay, two things you're gonna hear about when you listen to this podcast: cannibal cookbook, furries, <laughs> shit. Yes. All right. Sorry. Let me keep. Let me continue on this really important subject. <laughs> um, influencers are usually perceived as trustworthy, credible, and authentic, and that's what they say about us. Yes. Because information shared by these influencers is considered as non-commercial conversation and relatively free from manipulation by companies. And I want to talk about this because that's not necessarily true, is it? No, it's not. We are in an era now where the audience embraces it. You know, they're like all the comments, like, get your coin, like, get your bag. Like, we support you. Like, I liked it. Like, I liked the post because I love you. Yeah, dude, back in the day, YouTubers would literally have to be like, listen, I'm about to do an ad and I need this to like pay my rent. Like they would do like a five minute apology before they read the ad. And it was just and then people still got mad that they're like, why is there an ad here? But now it's just like, oh, yeah, you're getting your coin. Yeah. Yeah. So the sentiment has shifted and I'm so thankful. Mm hmm. Um, I even get comments sometimes because I try to make the ad reads interesting if the company will allow that. And I get comments that are like, I, I even watched the ad read because you made it funny. And I'm like, yes, yes. 
Even though personally, I skip through ad reads on YouTube videos. Yeah. Anyway, so um, additionally, influencers are often considered as the aspirational reference group. Their postings are the catalogs of what many young people dream of having and the lifestyle they dream of living. Also not true anymore, I would argue, because the pandemic really emphasized the wealth gap yeah. to a point that is it's no longer desirable. It's resentful. It's coming from a place of, of resentment, um, especially with things like the Kardashians, Kim Kardashian renting out her own island for her family during a global pandemic. Yeah, that's not something to aspire to. That's something to resent and to hate because no one should be that wealthy mm-hmm. was the argument that was being made online. And I, I agree with it. And it's, you know, it's, it's no longer fantasizing about having that. I think it's just fantasizing about living comfortably, yeah. at least in America. When I just read something on, this is just going to be me ranting. I read something on Twitter the other day where all true information goes. Yes. That was like the average um, annual income is what? 28,000, something like that. And the average uh, rent to live in America is like 30 something thousand where it's like literally too expensive to live in this country. Like back in the day, like um, Gen X could buy or boomers could buy a house with like, you know, a handful of hair and three nickels. (laughs) Yeah. And now you have to sacrifice, like sacrifice your baby and you only get like a one bedroom, one bath. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please, running water. It's just, it's, we laugh about it, but it's so dismal. Like, it really is scary. It really is. Um, anyway, these influencers exhibit what followers do not have, but wish to have. Lastly, influencers mediate the information flow from companies to consumers. They serve as the communication hub that alerts their peers to what matters among consumer choices, which makes them an effective tool for businesses to communicate with shoppers. You endorsing sex toys and me endorsing fucking star wars stuff i do (laughs) i do use all the sex toys though because they're fun and you know sometimes you don't want to wash one so you have another one and yeah do you use a drawer um i have this bucket in my closet there's a bucket on top for like outfits and like crops and then the bucket beneath is for like sex toys it's a Home Depot bucket. <laughs> it's like a big orange bucket. Someone comes over and I'm like, you know, take your pick. It's like they have to like, you know, blindfold themselves and then like fish for it and they win something. <laughs> There's wood chips and dirt in the bottom <laughs> yes. of the bucket. <laughs> it's like Fear Factor. <laughs> it's just generally vibrating. <laughs> well, I mean, like being a lesbian, I feel like it's more like you use more toys than most yeah. people. Yeah, because you have to. Um, All right. You want to talk about the challenges? Yeah, there are challenges. Traditional celebrity endorsement ineffectiveness occurs when there is too much celebrity uh, celebrity overexposure that causes the tie between the celebrity and the endorsed entity no longer special. When consumers are simply not a fan of the concept of celebrity endorsement. When celebrities are involved in scandals, crimes, or other negative behaviors that could create societal damage and amplify consumers' casual attributions of the endorsed project. Project. Sorry, I have something in my notes. Product. And when traditional celebrity endorsement does not create an engaging relationship between the brand and consumers as social media influencers do today. On the other hand, I think the key is that when you see a celebrity do an ad read, it's just like, like, what do you have to do an ad read for? Like, you're rich. What's crazy, though? And I guess it's kind of a double standard for me is like when I see 
someone like Vanessa Hudgens be like, this cleared my skin. Like, yeah. use this. Justin like- Bieber with Proactive? You think he didn't have, like, dermatologists when he was a child? Yeah, it's like, we know you're lying. But when I see, like, Doja Cat and Meg The Stallion have a partnership with Pretty Little Thing or Fashion Nova or whatever, I'm like, get your fucking bag. Like, yeah. period. But I, it's just because that's kind of... I know they're getting paid gazillions of dollars to do that. Yeah. And to have a collab. But it's also like, if you see Meg the Stallion wearing it, she looks good. It's like, get your money, like, period. And I, I see that as being authentic, I guess. Yes. Versus a Justin Bieber, Vanessa Hudgens, like, this cleanser that was $4.99 cleared my whole body of acne. <laughs> it's like, no, it didn't, dude. Yes. Also, remember those ads where, like, Justin Bieber would, like, show up to someone's house and give them proactive? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine you meet, like, your, like, celebrity (gasps) idol and they're like, you got zits. (laughs) You're ugly. You need this. Hey. (laughs) What if you met Harry Styles and he handed you Clearasil? I'd I'd kill myself. (laughs) I'd say, oh, my God. (laughs) Well, actually, be like, thanks. I love you. But, yeah. You're the best. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, on the other hand, social media influencers, while popular and engaging, um, are not professionally trained and may, may not always communicate the ads messaging in the best way and generate mm-hmm. actual purchases. I feel like. Also, oh, no, you go ahead. Oh, no, I forgot. Keep going. I was going to say also, like, being a celebrity, being like an actor or actress, you don't know how to be. Like when someone tells you, be authentically you, Uh that's not what your job is. So how do you know how to do that? Like, you know how to act. So that's, it's a crazy thing. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's an untapped, well, not, it's not an untapped market, but it's like never been tapped into before of like, what if we have this normal random person endorse this product? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, I, we talk about like the proactive thing. I don't believe that Justin Bieber would use it, but if I sold proactive, you'd be like, Maybe. Honestly. You'd be like, all right. Yeah. So, because it would seem like something like in my, you know, price range or my style. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Um, Do you want to talk about how celebrities use social? So this is the meat of it. Like how celebrities actually use social media. (sighs) Yeah. So this was, I've wanted to talk about this for so long because it's just like overarchingly uh, cringe. Uh I would say is is the adjective I would pick. And it's also, uh, there's no need for it. Why does Reese Witherspoon have a TikTok? Who pushed Reese Witherspoon to be like, I'm just old. I don't know how this app works. (laughs) Get off of it. Like, who's making you do that? Mm -hmm. I understand if it's like musicians and record labels. You're like, you need to push your song. You need to be more um, accessible through TikTok. Reese Witherspoon, dude. And it's insane. People like um, Will Smith or Jason Derulo, they are influencers now. Yeah. Why? Who? Why? (laughs) How? I don't get it. But I think it's also kind of funny for like the Reese Witherspoon types. All they really do is like react to like people like doing their like an impression of them or something. And then they're just like duetting it with like, aha, Mm -hmm." like nodding. (laughs) That does sound like me. Um. (laughs) I, yeah. Okay. So here's how celebrities use social media. And I'm sure all of y'all listening have a 
someone in mind that you're thinking of, of like some cringe celebrity or the fucking, oh, the video at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. The, uh, this, no heaven. <laughs> Who, why did they think that that would help? In no normal situation, like, do you even want one person to sing at you? You know? No, no. I saw the beginning of that video and I said, oh, fuck me. <laughs> I said, oh, I remember people ripping that video to shreds when it came out. I know. It was like, and it was people too, like, oh, Kristen Wiig, no, no. Wait, wait, I want to see all the celebrities in the video. Celebrities. For those that don't know what we're talking about, this video circle, it, it was at the beginning of the pandemic when a bunch of celebrities came together and made this black and white compilation video of them all singing a different verse from John Lennon's song, Imagine. Yeah. And it was supposed to be this like unifying, uniting effort to be like, we're in this together, team. We can do it. Yeah. And it really was just like, oh, shut up. Oh, shut up. We're making you to shut up. Please, please, please. You're making it worse. Dude, I'm looking at the list now. Maya Rudolph was in this too. The funniest oh. fucking woman ever like heard oh. this idea and was like, you know what? This is a good idea. How They must have paid them. Count me in. <laughs> yeah, they must have paid them. They had who, who was it for? What was the company? Um, It just says that um, it's nice to see everyone come together in a time of crisis. And for once, okay, so Gal Gadot, it's just like, um, I don't think it, I don't think it was for a company. I think it was, it was just a bunch of celebs. Yeah, it, her caption says, "We are all in this together. We will get through it together. It together. Let's imagine together. Sing with us. All love to my dear friends." There's no one tagged. It doesn't say ad. They just, <laughs> I just imagine there's a group chat and they're like, "This is a really great idea." Yeah, <laughs> guys, we should really like tell everyone that it's going to be okay. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Send another stimulus check, you fucking bitch. And it's also just not helpful from like super rich people to tell you like, don't worry, like everything's going to be fine. People are dying left and right and losing their jobs. How dystopian is that? These people like literally in the jacuzzi and their million dollar Beverly Hills mansion, like imagine this, no heaven. (laughs) It's like... Be a little more far removed from the average American citizen. Yeah, I that would be like, I don't know, like, I don't, uh, didn't Ellen, like, film in her house, too? Like, she posted, like, a series <laughs> on Instagram. She's like, you know, it's been hard on all of us. Meanwhile, like, it would take, like, 30 minutes to fully walk around her house. Yes. Was that the picture <laughs> of had the ankle monitor on? Wait, no. Oh, wait, did she? Ellen? I think it was that picture. People were like, Ellen, what the fuck is on your ankle? It was like an ankle monitor. She was sitting in her home. Oh, fact check. Uh, Oprah and Ellen are not wearing ankle monitors. Oh. Damn. Victim to another internet lie. But let's start that lie. Um, why would Ellen be on house arrest and violate it so frequently? <laughs> You'd be on house arrest during a pandemic. <laughs> yes. Ellen, where are you going, babe? What are you doing? Um... Uh, yeah, there was like Sia, uh, James Marsden, Nora Jones, Mark Ruffalo, Will Ferrell. Come on, Kristen Wiig, oh. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, you went to Harvard and you did this? <laughs> Harvard doesn't teach social awareness. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just that's an example of like how celebrities are just really stupid with their platforms it's online. Unneeded. I hate you. Please leave. Uh-huh. But also, Josh Groban, do I did my TikTok and I did pee my pants a little bit. Yeah. We love Josh Groban. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, 
on one level, celebrities use social media for the same reasons regular people do to connect with other people, connect with their fans, connect with brands. But they also use social media in a way that is similar to brands. They market their movies or their music or their concerts. They strengthen their fans' loyalty. They bring awareness to themselves. They get feedback on their work and they get to express themselves a little bit in the meantime. A little, a little relatability. Um, the that celebrities have that most brands and regular people don't have is that people are already interested in looking at their photos and learning about the narratives of their lives. I would actually a little bit like disagree since like most celebrities, you only like see them interact with people in like interviews. Um, yeah. It's a very like controlled sort of thing. And so people, yeah. I guess, like create these like idealized version of the celebrity. And it almost kind of like ruins it for that celebrity when they come online and they start being cringy and you're like, oh, yes. They're not actually like suave and like cool all the time. They're like, you know, lip syncing like three seconds behind. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of like, oh, God, this ruins it a little bit for me. Having a celebrity. Yeah. Like an A-list celebrity post a thirst trap is like. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. I think someone <laughs> who like is actually really, really great at using social media because they're so authentically themselves is Britney Spears. Everything yes. that they post is literally what I imagine Britney Spears is like. Yeah. The dancing, yeah. the advice, you know, she just, the way she, ta like, captions her Instagram, like, captions, yeah. it's just so authentically her, and that's why I love Britney. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, she's also just so iconic. She and is. she is so famous. I mean, over the past two years, just, like, the support that we've shown like the whole internet has shown is just like she could post anything and we're just like yes Brittany yes yeah <laughs> um I think people like Seth Rogen maybe yeah oh wait I love him because he started to like uh take up pottery and all he just like posts yeah. is just like his pottery stuff and he wears I acrylic nails I know what <laughs> oh, dude one time I made like um like a wooden vase like with a lathe and I uh, tweeted about it and then Seth Rogen responded with like good work dude or something like that and I was like thank you we're both crafty so people sick. yeah so cool uh, I think Seth Rogen okay that side is doing it right you know like showing aspects of your personality that are very wholesome and very like oh they're a normal person not in a cringe way yeah also Seth Rogen's a comedian so that's a little you know he probably has the wits to go about it in a better way than fucking like who am I thinking of? Like Dr. Phil, Steve Harvey, these people that come on TikTok. Oh, TikTok, y'all been calling me daddy. I it's would like, argue that talk show hosts are better than musicians. I think most oh, musicians are absolutely cringy online because yeah. their shtick is mainly like sincerity and that does not really thrive well on the internet, you know? It's a good point. Like talk show, show hosts can talk and then comedians can make jokes. And that's what really matters on the Internet. When you're like just all, like sincere all the time, musicians yeah. just it's just like hard to watch a little bit. It, TikTok definitely makes it worse because on Instagram, you can still be mysterious. Yeah. You can be, you know, Drake posting pictures of just like uh, or like he's with this person, he's with whatever. And he still looks cool. If Drake were to post videos from like this angle on TikTok, <laughs> delete it, delete it, delete it. We're done. We don't want to see it. I'm never listening to another Drake song ever again. I've never heard of Drake. I don't like him. I wouldn't listen to his music again, but that'd be so funny if he just started to do like, you know, like lip syncing like videos and like With kissing. Filters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's, cute makeup filter. He's like flowers like just floating around his head. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Companies. <laughs> Companies can seek guidance from a group that has mastered the art of online self-promotion. Celebrities are social media's power users, and their strategies provide a valuable pathway for businesses as they build and maintain their brands online. Being well-liked on social media can enhance a star's career, duh, with many celebrities openly admitting their careers have been significantly aided by the likes of Instagram. Namely, Miss Kardashian West uh-huh. has built her career and empire on social media. Her appeal online boils down to one major thing, social media experts say, showing up. Mm-hmm. I'm not the dad that, what's that? I'm, I'm, I'm not the stepdad, I'm the dad that stepped up. <laughs> Kim Kardashian stepped up for all of us. Kim Kardashian did what no one else was willing to do. She showed up. Yeah. She posted on Instagram. He suggests that brands keep track of what their followers are saying, like Taylor Swift, and that they make sure that their social media use isn't too promotional, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. And Stanley added a note that said this article is a bit out of touch. <laughs> that I would agree. Yeah. And then this is how social media is used. Uh, this is how celebrities use social media to build a brand. Um, they treat their fans like friends. This is actually like something that we talked, like we're going to talk about with like parasocial relationships. It's like you really yeah. shouldn't do this. But yeah, one of the biggest ways celebrities use social media to build their brand is by getting closer to their fans. Using Twitter or Instagram gives a star the chance to talk to his or her fans. What was that? lightning and thunder oh there was lightning i thought it was me breathing through my nose so y'all are gonna see that in the in the playback i'm <laughs> so scary okay sorry keep going okay uh, florida am i right <laughs> uh uh since people love talking to uh, their favorite stars this endears celebrities to their adoring hordes even more a retweet from someone you love is cause for celebration and it makes you think the stars really uh love you or just like you that like the first you know how celebrities will go on following sprees and just follow people during one direction dude oh my god getting a follow from one of the five members or from like the drummer josh divine or like their hairstylist or whatever it was like you can die now yeah like that is the most important thing you will ever accomplish in your life is getting a follow a like or a retweet from your favorite celebrity like it means so much yeah why most people don't know who you are yeah but like in that moment it feels like they do like of course they would like my my tweet i'm the best yeah (laughs) we're one in the same i this is gonna sound really like pathetic um when katya originally followed me on twitter i literally cried no, we both freaked out. We freaked out because yeah. you were a Katya stan. I was a Trixie stan. And that just, it to think that we're friends with them now is just, it still is like, wow. I know. It's really creepy. I have this like shadow box of like just important events in my life. And Trixie's first PR, like the note that came in it, I have that saved. And then the earrings that Katya gave me from our YouTube video is also in there. And I'm like, this is, this is, I love them. Yeah. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also moving along is dealing in self-promotion social media social media i can't read right now okay i can i can okay. try <laughs> i can't really either but we can. <laughs> can um social media is ideal for self-promotion which is cringe and i hate doing it mm-hmm. um but it doesn't take a lot daily tweets status updates or photos keep celebrities in the public eye a lot of them make use of several platforms all at once so they can keep their fans updated even the fans who don't use instagram or twitter They'll share their activities, their plans, and information about upcoming projects to keep people in the know. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, another crazy thing that we'll talk about in parasocial relationships, too, is notifications. Oh, yeah. 
like turning on notifications for your favorite celebrity a crazy thing i know to really like boil down and i do it like i have notifications on for all my favorite people but it's like that's a crazy thing i have absolutely no notifications on like not even texts yeah i just i don't know why i just rather check it like i get the uh, rush when i go onto the app itself and i'm like ooh. (laughs) i do the same for twitter and instagram but i get notified when like harry styles posts or like greta van fleet or my all my favorite musicians because and also with stan culture you just you have to be there in the moment yeah like you want to be a part of the action as it's happening you want to be notified immediately as they post immediately as uh, tickets go on sale the album drops like whatever yeah so it's it's different but it's also i get that you know of like having something to look forward to when you open the app mm-hmm. so they also use social media to change the public's mind uh, many celebrities also find social media beneficial in rebuilding their brand it doesn't always work but celebrities who have committed some sort of faux pas in the public eye will often take to their social media accounts to apologize explaining themselves or otherwise atone for their actions it doesn't always work but when it does it works well I would not agree with that statement. I Yeah, you have to apologize so you go on social media. I would just constrain it to like an interview, you know, like yeah. write out an interview, memorize it. And then I wouldn't. I feel like you're just going to get demolished on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, this statement, it doesn't always work. But when it does, it works well. No, it doesn't. Nar. Name one notes app apology that's worked well. Come <laughs> <laughs> Um, they also anyway. promote personal interests. Yeah, like how we were talking about Seth Rogen um, and his pottery. Yeah. Um, you know, Katy Perry is a brand. Jonah Hill is a brand. Snooki is a brand. Um, whether they make music, star in movies, television shows, write books, they are, they're not, celebrities aren't just people. What? However, they often have outside interests that make money for them, too. The Kardashians, as well as being reality show royalty, have their own clothing store, which they showcase on Twitter. Yeah. And then Jay-Z and P. Diddy have various endeavors, as does Donald Trump, and they make more money by sharing their ideas on social media. Yeah. That's the idea behind, like, why every company wants their product to go viral. Yeah. Um, I think it's also, if you really like that celebrity Mm -hmm. and they have a brand, you feel closer to them by buying that brand. I mean, that's always been the case. That's why celebrity endorsement works is because you really love that person. You love what they do. You love how they look and you want to have that or a a piece of that. Uh And so you're going to buy Skims. You're going to buy Kylie Cosmetics because you want to look like them. Yeah. And you won't. (laughs) News alert. You won't. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. Um, But but it's wild that that sentiment still... It has the internet in a chokehold, you know? I know. I do actually like um, when Kylie does, like, her own makeup tutorials on YouTube. Yeah. I don't. I feel like there's something different with that. Every time you stroke your hair, I think Hannah's raising her hand in, like, the recording booth. And I'm like, what? Is it too much time? Sorry. <laughs> well, you see my hand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I do like when Kylie Jenner does her own tutorials because it does seem like she puts in the work to be a YouTuber and, like, actually try to build her brand on social media. Like, sh- when she was in her King Kylie era, she posted literally everything. And that's why Snapchat was, like, such a big thing with yeah. her. Um, and yeah. now I feel like she's also returning to that because during uh, Kourtney Kardashian's wedding, Kylie was just posting everything. And I was like, normally they don't do that. That's pretty private or they save it for the show. And she was just posting literally as it was happening. Yeah. Or yeah. social media managers run the account, yeah. which is true for a lot of celebrities. Yeah. Like, Imagine if you and me had social media managers. <laughs> 
literally any <laughs> mentally ill person with a crowbar could run my account. <laughs> But no, yeah, Selena Gomez just did an interview where she's like, I haven't been online in four years. Meanwhile, she has one of the biggest Instagram accounts ever. Yep, that's insane. I know. Yours is a miserly old person with a crowbar. Mine is just anyone with IBS. (laughs) Anyone just tweeting like, don't you hate it when poop? Yes, yes, I hate it. It's like being drafted, you know, like there's just someone like each, like they're chosen each week to like poop for Britney. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tweet yeah. for Britney. <laughs> poop for Britney. <laughs> Pooping for Britney. Hashtag. Hashtag poop for Britney. <laughs> hey guys, be sure to show your support. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's social media managers that run the account. Um, some choose to cross post. So what goes up on Twitter shows up on their platforms. Other stuff. Stay- I hate that. Yeah. When it's the same ad. I mean, it's the same ad or it's the same um, caption and content posted from Instagram to Twitter yeah. and to their Facebook probably too. It's just like, try to put some effort in. Yeah. I think this is like a, this is not really an issue anymore, but like back, like when I used to be a social media manager and like, they'd only give me assets for like one specific, like an Instagram yeah. grid post. And then I'd also post that to Twitter and it'd be immediately be cropped. And you just see like yeah. the top half of the ad. You're like this is so fucking annoying. You have to delete that and make it look good. You don't understand how Twitter works actually, by the way. And I don't understand how Canva works. So <laughs> we both can't fix that. <laughs> Looks like we're both out of luck. Yes. Okay, so one of the main, like, things I find most interesting about celebrities online is the type of content they choose to post. Like we said before, you know, whether that's, like, them awkwardly singing along to a song or, like, a thirst trap or if it's them trying to be funny. Ew, ew, ew. In early 2019, um, or I guess late 2019, when Jason Derulo was popping off on TikTok, uh-huh. Um, first of all, Jason Derulo just has like bad accusations against him of like, you know, being inappropriate with women and things like that. I blocked him because I found him really annoying yeah. on TikTok. I just didn't want to see him. And I was forced to see him because all of the news articles and Instagram and Twitter were like, Jason Derulo is an influencer. <laughs> He's cracked a code. And it's like, oh, that's so annoying because the, you're already famous. Yeah. The original person I think of when I think of celebrity who became an influencer josh peck oh and that was the whole david dobrik era and all that yeah so random too it was he was funny a bit but also it just kind of i don't know i don't know how many times can you reference drake and josh before it's like yeah dude all right dude when people when celebrities were in like a famous series and they always like it's now a part of them like the uh creed, everyone from the office dude i was about to say everyone from the office i love creed from the office but like he made a tiktok of just like creed bratton like all these like you know strangler jokes and like it's still like the office is gone it was a great show but it's like let it die that'd be like if i just kept reposting all my old vines i mean i've posted yeah. vines from time to time but it's like oh my god dude we get it like yeah you were on vine we get that we gotta diversify at yes. some point i know it's just like it's so let it go dude please yeah i i there's a lot of people like that who are still trying to it feels like high school heroes trying to relive the glory days yeah they keep coming back to the high school like mrs t what's <laughs> up brandon you're 30 Oh, dude. I'm a teaching calculus. <laughs> it, oh, you know what I thought is like really weird? Small town people will go to like high school football games. Like it's like a community thing to do. 
That's so, if I literally, if I at 27 went back to my high school just to watch a high school football game, there is a brain eating amoeba that I really need to address. (laughs) (laughs) You need to check me in somewhere. I know. Why would I, why would I, unless I'm related to someone on the team or my friend has a daughter on the team or son, why would I ever, why would I ever go back? It's it's kind of creepy at a certain point. You're watching a bunch of 17 year olds run around going to high school women's volleyball games. Yeah, you're a predator. <laughs> you're a predator, sir. Surprise. Um, so anyway, back to the actual content. There's a lot of like behind the scenes. Um, they have a whole production team. Yeah, like Will Smith, people like that, Jason Derulo. There's a whole team of people coming up with ideas and like being like, you should collab with this influencer and it'll break the internet. No, it won't. You're just annoying now. Yeah, like it's 2022. We're halfway through 2022. TikTok's been around for three years. Trends die in a matter of 24 hours. Yeah, well, like that is no longer cool. Yeah, well, TikTok has been around. TikTok was originally Musically. Well, I'm talking about TikTok, though. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. TikTok, as we know it now, has been around for three years. Yeah. There is something that you mentioned earlier that I kind of disagree with you on. Um, you know yeah. when you were, like, musicians post are forced by their record label to post their songs? Mm-hmm. I think that that's just a marketing tactic as well. Oh, it is. Playing the victim is definitely a marketing tactic. Dude, My label's making me... Wait, 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 wait. Charlie XCX just tweeted something on Twitter about like uh, someone like compiled <laughs> like a. Lying. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I love lying because. Uh... Wait, let me find this. Yeah, it was. um, Was it Halsey and someone else that were like, my the label's so annoying. Why can't I just release the music I want? Yeah. Emo. It's like, I understand you've spent a lot of time creating something, but this is also like creating a fake viral moment using sincerity. Like, I don't know, like faking sincerity. Yeah. Faking like victimhood too. Like you're just a, a, a creative who wants to share their art with the world. Yeah. And you're being silenced. That's not the case. And also it's just like, it's just a TikTok, dude. Like if I mean, <laughs> if I think about how much if I had a song out, what I would do if I was going to be the laziest artist making a TikTok because you don't want to, I'd post a song and then I'd lip sync to it and yeah. just be hot because you probably are hot, you know? Yeah. So and then just post that because that's your fans are going to eat it up either way. But yeah, yeah. someone uh, they screenshotted. Uh, is it FKA Twigs? Mm-hmm. and um, Charlie XCX and then Florence from Florence and the Machine and then Halsey all were like, posted on tiktok like my company is like making me do this and they all like have sad faces and like they're depressed about it and then charlie xcx quote retweeted with uh not me i was just lying for fun because <laughs> it's not it's not that her. hard it literally if if your manager asks you to make six tiktoks promoting the song and you have millions of followers you could literally post anything just do it dude yeah I mean, I understand um, if you're like an up and coming musician, you're probably going to have to invest a little bit more time to like get your song out there, like explode. But if you're already famous, you could post literally anything. Yeah, I think that's going to backfire after a while. I'm also curious about the next wave of the Internet, because we went from like, do you remember back in like 2014, 2015? It was like luxury bag haul mm-hmm. or it was like everything I got myself for Christmas, $100,000. It was like. <laughs> This obsession with like luxury, everyone was wearing fake Gucci and all yeah. that. 
Then we went into this age of like cottage core, thrifting, mm-hmm. you know, like vintage, whatever. And now everyone dresses like men from the nineties yeah. with like baggy jeans and just white t-shirts and like those little bags that go right here. What's the next era? Because we're in this relatable era right now. Like we don't really give a shit about labels anymore. Fashion brands are dying. Perfume is the only thing keeping them alive. What comes next? Is it a resurgence of luxury brands? I think it's going to be like, it's going to be like celebrities trying to be super relatable. Like instead of luxury brands, Man. it's like all the band-aids that landed on me in a public pool hall. <laughs> <laughs> Diarrhea hall. <laughs> Inside of my toilet bowl check. We're gonna. That's what I'm start doing. <laughs> Rank your shits by viscosity. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is TMI, but I recently started seeing a dietitian because I don't have a healthy relationship with food. And the first meeting I had with her, she literally pulled up a poop chart and was like, <laughs> I hate asking this, but can you point to the texture that you most relate to? <laughs> and I was like, that one. <laughs> I would have been like, hey, my confidence is not that low. Like thinking that, yeah, yeah, but suggesting that I look like shit. Okay. It'll it'll work in another life. But yeah, I don't know what's not. It's just going to be super relatable, but it's going to be hard because it's not going to be believable. So it's not, it's just the thing on TikTok you were talking about. It's like forced relatability. Yeah. People see through it. They do. And there's also like a new type of content. Like, it's, like, uh, content that just, like, is made to shock you or, like, be torn apart. Like, you'll see those, like, food cooking, like, videos where it's, like, a woman has, like, seven pounds of cheese and then she puts, like, seven cans of tuna on one side and then 30 hot dogs on the other and then just covers it in, like, lentils. And so she's making this, pretending to be, like, sincerely making this recipe when the company that makes those types of videos knows that people are going to screen record it or share it because it's so ridiculous and yeah. now they're, you know, their page is blowing up because they yeah. were, yeah, pretending to sincerely make something absolutely repulsive. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Everything is so, your reality is constructed. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> but yes. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, back to Jason Derulo and Will Smith. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Oh, Josh Peck is trending for what? Right now? He's trending for. Let's see. Trending reveal. Oh, he's on someone's uh, podcast episode. Oh. But anyway, yeah, these people, these like macro celebrities who have full teams behind them creating content for their TikTok and Instagram, just like skits. Yeah. Family added a note that I kind of agree with. He said, this type of content is usually quite cringe. And honestly, I don't really understand the point of it. I agree. And I think the answer is it's geared towards people like my mom's age. Yeah. Like my mom watching Will Smith be like a normal person on tiktok she's like i love this (laughs) it's just so cool i love him Mm -hmm. yeah i get that i'm trying to think of like who's a celebrity that does it well i know doja cat's like pretty pretty funny online i think her comments just piss me off yeah well because people are so not funny and she is funny yeah they're like Um, does doja cat even know that she's famous it's like yeah she does but she's also like a funny person yeah doja and lil nas x came from the internet though like, of course, they're going to be well-versed in internet culture. That's where they came from. Yeah. You're right. I'm trying to think of, so then, like, a traditional celebrity who is really good at social media. I can't think of, I can't think of one. Can't think of one either. Yeah. Dartnor. Dartnor. I'm so sweaty so, right now. Um, do you need to go dab your weddies? 
I've been like wiping my forehead sweat. I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> You're just leaking out of every orifice. No, literally, like I'm so I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> Sarah Shower has always been an, a medical anomaly, and I've always said that. I'm like a gecko. Like if I just throw myself on a wall, <laughs> I'll just stick there. Also, if you cut off my tail, it'll grow back. <laughs> <laughs> celebrities just use social media like everyone else liking commenting and uploading content in the same way anyone else would lots of times this can be an exciting snapshot and look into the celebrity's personal life this can either be entertaining due to the celebrity being absolutely insane or it creates a human side of the celebrity that fans enjoy seeing wait dude i stand corrected we just talked about an absolutely amazing celebrity online britney spears yeah that I would agree. just like she's just so Britney Spears. I can't even describe it. But I don't know if if that I would categorize what Britney does online as like she's doing it right or just like she's. We just know like her state of being. Yeah, and we're just like yes, Britney. Like we're just trying to be supportive. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I think it's more like she's being authentic. I think a lot of celebrities yeah. like they fail at being authentic, and Britney Spears when she posts, you're like that is Britney Spears. That's I want to read. Wait, I want to read her Instagram captions because I'm like, that damn, dude. Yeah. I love when she goes off on the media. She's like, fuck these bitches. But she like asterisks out everything. I'm like, you can say it. Yeah. Or she'll like uh, screenshot something that her sister said and she'll be like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn. Oh, she's what also the, the type of uh, she's reached that age where she uses a lot of like periods like dot, dot, dot. Yeah. People who always like are like, just like pausing all the time. Yeah. Like she captioned something, the way I feel a lot in life, dot, 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 dot. Get me with someone silly, silly face, dot, dot, dot. So I can finally let go. Shocked face, shocked face, shocked face, crying face, her. crying face, kiss, kiss, kiss. P.S. And still love me unconditionally. Monkey covering their face. That is so, <laughs> that is so Britney Spears. <laughs> I'm going to get that all tattooed on my ribcage. Yes. And then without a caption, she posted a picture of Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i love her it's like why did you do this she's the best well guys thanks for joining us for another episode of violating community guidelines. guidelines make sure to like and subscribe on youtube follow us on apple Podcasts, spotify anywhere you get your podcast rate us follow us on tiktok, follow us on make- TikTok. Um, yeah. it's vcg podcast clips yes um <laughs> And also, wait, rate us five stars and leave us a review. A nice review, please. And comment your favorite part of both of our outfits. <laughs> My, like, fucking, I don't know, nostril shit. It's just, yeah, whatever. Everyone comment below which nostril you prefer on Sarah. <laughs> which one do you think is broken? <laughs> Fun fact, it's Any the right. Doctors, please, please. <laughs> Mom, keep your opinions to yourself. If Sarah's I told- mom. Please don't watch. If I told my mom I broke my nose, she'd be like, this wouldn't have happened if you lost weight. (laughs) Maybe if you weren't gay and on that phone so much. Walk it off. Walk it off. Rub some dirt on it. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But thank you guys so much. I had my foot blown off. (laughs) Yes. She had her foot crushed off. There's a difference. Yes. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Talk to you next time. Bye.